재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 It's time once again to escape the office cubicle, the studio, or whatever environment is imprisoning you right now, and to head out and about with our own Jennifer Chang, A Voyage of the Mind. Hello, Jennifer. Welcome back, Kurt. It's nice to be back. It's nice to see you again. So where are we going this week? Well, uh, so we've had a couple weeks with Na s i n g y e o n and uh, we've still been going strong with the Gangwon Province series I've mm. been on. And of course, with the Olympics coming up so fast, I am reaching the last few destinations. We're almost to the end. You have carpeted I have. Gangwon Province I have. from one end to another. Okay. And so today I'm going to take us north, uh, quite north, north to the city of Sokcho. Sokcho, not mm-hmm. an Olympic venue. It is not an Olympic venue, nor is it a host city, but it is within the province, so why not? Cool. Yeah, made headlines a few years ago, didn't it? It sure did. Or a year or two ago. For a very specific reason. (laughs) For a particular uh, augmented reality game. Uh And it was the only place in Korea where you could catch these little guys. Yeah, it was some little legal loophole. And I went out there to do a news video on it. There was a very popular augmented reality game that everybody knows the name of. We don't have to even say it. That's right. But you'd go catch little monsters in reality because the phone would sort of project them. For you. Yeah. And so, um, Sokcho, I think it's because it went through, um, through the, the Korean War. I think the lines, the, the 38th parallel, yeah. the lines changed so that at one point it belonged to North Korea and at another point it belonged to South Korea. Mm-hmm. So, for some reason on the map, Sokcho just was outside of that restricted area. That's why it was able to work. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, and I, I remember everybody was walking down the beach chasing monsters. Nobody was actually enjoying the beautiful weather. They were all nosed down into their mobile phone. Yeah, it certainly increased tourism for sure. But there's a lot more. Now everybody in Korea can do that game. So uh, Sokcho's not super special because of that specifically. But there's a lot more going on. There's a lot more there. I mean, everyone already knew that it's a beautiful coastal city on the east, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the whole East Sea. It's beautiful out there. Beautiful, pristine beaches with pine trees and um, you can go catch a lot of sunrise over there, certain mm-hmm. spots for that. So there's a lot that Sokcho has to offer, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's located, Sokcho is located far northeast of Gangwon province. And like I mentioned, it's the only province in Korea that was partially controlled by South Korea and partially controlled by the North. Uh-huh. And uh, so right now, as it is, it mostly belongs to South Korea. Mm-hmm. Right? But there are two k a n g w o n d o s There's a North That's Korea k a n g w o n d o and there's right. a South Korea k a n g w o n d o And so Sokcho. I mean, it's just about a two-hour bus ride from Seoul, so not super far. Mm. And so in order to get there, maybe you might take... The best way to get there is probably to take those long-distance buses. Just get you there straight shot. I have to wonder, you know how there are these uh, new KTXs that go super fast out there? But there's would it no make station. Sen- ah, yeah. You would have to do a transfer. So for me, I think it would be just easier to just take just that take one bus one and bus. it takes you right to the Sokcho Express Bus Terminal. Mm. And from there, just 500 meters walk and you're going to be on Sokcho Beach. I know. That's really convenient, right? That is wonderful. So you could just do an easy weekend or even a day if you really just wanted to hit the beach and come back. You You're could making do me think of summer. I definitely would I know, not right? want to hit the beach, you know, In this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people like the winter beach. It can be nice. Yeah, it is still nice, right? Mm. And the Sokcho Beach, uh, it extends for about two kilometers long, and it goes all the way to Cheonghodong. And the nickname for that little village is Abai Village. Does that mean something? It certainly does mean something. I wanted to ask you if you knew. I think we, I talked about this a while back, so I'm going to throw you a question. 
so what does the word abai mean in the Hamgyongdo dialect? That's a province in North Korea. Okay. So I'll give you multiple choice, right? Yes. Uh, a, fisherman. So this abai word, it means fisherman. Or B, person who came from the north. Mm. Or C, an aged person. Well, my, f- my ear... Kind of tells me it sounds like aboji, like abai. So I'm going to guess an aged person. And you would be right. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that's the dialect, and it means an aged or older person. That's right. Mm. And so basically, a lot of during the Korean War, a lot of North Korean displaced families fled, and they ended up settling in Sokcho in this area, in this Cheongodong, mm. and it. A lot of the elderly or the aged people settled there, so that's why I got the nickname of Abai Village. They brought their word with them. They okay, did. got it. So the whole village started to take on this this nickname for older people. That's right. Mm. And so, of course, uh, the streets of Chongodong. So it didn't really used to be a popular place, right? Except uh, it got extremely popular because of a Korean drama that was filmed there called Autumn in My Heart or mm. Kaul Dongwa. It was really popular hmm. quite a while back. And so when you go to that little sleepy, kind of like fishing town, um, what was popular was also the Kepe, Kepe, which is a boat. And it basically pull, it pulls people along ropes on this boat that moves across a waterway. You get in the boat, you grab on the rope, and you get pulled. So somebody pulls you along. It's just a waterway there. Okay. So it's not like a, you're not crossing like a huge lake or anything, but there's a waterway. And, I see. Um, yeah. So Better maintain a good hold on that rope. That, yeah. <laughs> Have some balance, <laughs> That's right? sort of a poor man's ferry. Okay. So it's more of like a touristy thing now, really. Um, and... And the boat system there, it's called Kepe. Kepe, yeah. Got it. Um, yeah. And so if you're there, and of course... Like I mentioned, because it's a lot of people from the north who settle there, you're going to be able to try North Korean-style food. I was wondering when you were going to get around to food. And uh, so, of course, abai sunde, right? It's old a North Korean-style <laughs> old people sunde. Is there such a thing? Uh, so it's Hamgyongdo-style blood sausage. Got it. And it was introduced in 1999 at Hamgyongdo. So they had a festival to celebrate the foods or the regional foods of the north of Hamgyong province. Yeah, they should do it every year. You know, I think they had it last year, in fact. Okay. And they called it Shilhangmin. I think it just means kind of something. Shilhangmin, I think, means something like uh, displaced people, Mm, internally displaced people, the North Koreans who fled and then they couldn't go back to their home in North Korea, right? So they earn their living with their food sometimes. Well, I guess that's one thing they did, right? And so it's basically, sunde is intestines, pig intestines, large intestines, and it's stuffed with glutinous rice, some dried cabbage greens, some other veggies. It's very good, actually. I believe it. And it's usually, in, in the North, it used to be really eaten at only for big c- celebratory events. It's not just an everyday thing that we have here, like a snack. Mm. Because in order to have sundae, right, you have to butcher a whole pig. So it's like a whole village celebration. Mm-hmm. So you can try that. That's, that's become really popular. And also, you can also try pollock sundae. Pollock. I haven't tried this. Pollock. Remind me the Korean word for pollock again. The Korean word for pollock is myeongte. Okay, yeah. Myeongte. So Koreans, I think this this fish was very widely available in Korea, north and south. Okay. And so, of course, in the north, they would 
eat pollock a lot, and so they made sunde out of pollock intestines. The the pollock has big enough intestines to actually make sunde out. Yeah, of? I mean, look at the pictures that the PD is the PD up is for pulling us. up some pictures. It looks That's to me as though the entire pollock or myongte carcass is stuffed, sort of the entire body shell. So I think there's different pictures, but I've seen it where it's just the intestines. It looks like it's just the intestines. They Alrighty. clean it out and stuff it. Yeah, so that's something new to try. I haven't tried that one. I am curious. And then, of course, you can try... We're in Gangwon-do, right? So it's by the coast, water, uh, the sea. So there's a lot of seafood available. So Gangwon-do version of sunde is... Squid stuffed mm, sunde. I love it. That I've tried, and it's really sunday. good. Yes, it is actually really good. Um, and then they they fry it with egg on the outside, so it's quite tasty. And in that very case, filling. the squid itself, uh, the, the squid doesn't the squid. have intestines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, so that the entire body of the squid is used to stuff it. Yeah, that's really tasty. <laughs> you know, you've been in Korea a long time. If I tried to tell my mom, "Hey, mom." <laughs> you know, You're going to take a whole squid, <laughs> stuff it, stuff it, <laughs> and then cut it into slices. I don't think she'd invite me back home. She'd no? be like, Kurt, you, you, you've turned into she a Martian. She's a little bit more adventurous. Yeah. You've got to get her out here. Yeah, right? good luck. Okay, so there's the various things mm. that you can st- stuff the intestines of and, um, you know, fill them with rice and, and I think things I could, like that. Yeah, I want to throw out one more thing. It is related to food, but it is a festival as well. So from February 8th, to 11, so right around the time of the opening of the Olympics, mm. uh, right in that area, that, that same Abai village, Cheongodong village, they're going to throw a Sokcho snow crab festival. Ooh, so if you like crab, that would be a great time to be there or head up there. That's worth a detour if you're going into town for the Olympics. There's a lot going on with food. Shoot Why on up not, to Sokcho. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's only about an hour drive up. So Are I these the huge that. crabs, snow crabs? Uh, they're... They're not. They're, it's not like super huge. I okay. think there's. Um, there's gotge, which is a different season. Then mm-hmm, there's these mm-hmm. snow crabs, and then the tege are like the ones that look like an That's alien. That's right. Those are scary, and I've yeah. seen those too. Okay. So if you want more information about this festival, you can go to sokchofestival.com. Sweet. Okay. okay. So that's food. I guess that's first priority. But what else is there to do? So this area, uh, like a lot of Korea, right? Sokcho, like I mentioned, it's on the coast, so you've got the ocean. But you've also got the mountains. And so everyone knows that when you go to Sokcho, you're right at the gateway of Sorak National Park. Yes. Sorak Mountain. Have you been well, out there? That was one of the first hikes that I was taken on in Korea. And oh, really? it almost killed me. <laughs> Did it? it is difficult. I've done it once and my parents were better than me. Koreans, especially older Koreans, yeah. have a very, shall we say, vigorous hiking style. They do. Yeah. Um, so Sorak National Park, it was designated the fifth national park in Korea in 1970. And Sorak National Park, it's got the third highest mountain in South Korea. Okay. And it's basically an all-year-round mountain of choice uh, with a lot of well-maintained trails. And so you can go there in the spring for the colorful flowers. You've got the refreshing clear water streams in summer. And then you've got The best time, of course, is the autumn foliage. Sweet. Beautiful up yeah. there. Yeah, that is And then, season. yeah, in winter, you've got the snow-covered landscape. So you can do it all year round. Mm-hmm. And you can take a cable car up to the top. There are waterfalls there and majestic rock formations. There's just a lot to do there. So you can do the mountain. And then, of course, like I mentioned, if you go oceanside, I already mentioned the, the Sokcho Beach. That's really accessible. You just take the bus, land, walk 500 meters, you're there. And in the area, you can also hit the Sokcho Lighthouse Observatory. 
mm-hmm. where you can get beautiful views of the mountain and the ocean. And one thing that I do want to mention, a beautiful spot for sunrise is Yeonggumjong Pavilion. Like that New Year sunrise kind of thing? Yeah, so you've got this long walkway out to a pavilion and it looks out into great ocean views. And there's a large flat rock surface. And as the, the water hits up against the rock, it's supposed to create the sounds of the Korean instrument called komungo. Really? It's a six-string zither-like instrument with some frets. It's kind of like the kayagum, but the male version. And so I did want to pull up the komungo clip so people can kind of get an idea of what it sounds like. Ooh. There it goes. That sounds, yeah. Yeah, so if you know anything about Korean music, you've probably heard something like this before. Uh-huh. So, come and go. And the waves sound like this? Yeah, so the, the rocks, the, the waves hitting against the, the rock formation, somehow it creates a sound that resembles this come and go. It's kind of wild. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And so it was really interesting because it really reminded me, once I was doing the research, of the wave organ in San Francisco. Have you ever heard of that? No. The waves power sort of a, a wind organ or something? So it's basically an installation. Uh, it was a stonemason and a sculptor who came together and they put on this piece where it's like kind of at the end of a jetty. Mm. They've built this concrete dock um, and then they've got these pipes that they created and then the waves lap against it okay. and so when you stand there sometimes you, you have to go at the right times so but you can actually hear the sounds of an organ mm. wow and that's made with a lot of effort this one in uh, Jong area is natural. just kind of natural yeah. happening natural so come to Sokcho for the seafood uh, and stay for the waves that sound <laughs> like a pansuri instrument yeah. and um, in addition to the places near the beach there's also a gigantic seafood food market out there, which is um, not also not far from the bus terminal. That's right. right. The Tepohang Susan Shijang, the, the right. fish market. Cool. A lot of good things to do in Sokcho. Just bring your long padding jacket if you go at oh, this yeah, time that's of right. year. <laughs> Jennifer, thanks a million. Thanks a lot.